Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Happy Tuesday, spooky pals, ghouls, gals, everyone alike. Hello. Welcome. Um, it is Tuesday, the best day of the freaking week. Um, I am going to bring Corinne up here and when I find her, but you guys, she might be our ghost tonight because she has laryngitis and has no voice. And so she will be haunting in the chat tonight. Hi, Corinne. Hi. <laughs> it's so sad. That's the last time I'm speaking. Okay. Yeah, don't talk. Oh. Okay. Corinne is on vocal rest. Um, she is talent, and the show must go on. And we can't record this week's episode until she has her voice back. So she needs to be silent and lurk in the chat. <laughs> she does sound horrific so it's gonna just be me a one-man show monologue over here my my dream come true to just talk by myself i'm kidding um now i'm reacting to myself and everything i'm just <laughs> i've lost my mind today i would talk to myself in the grocery store yes i hate attention on myself so here i am i'm just gonna stop talking <laughs> no i won't because then we'll be all silent um hi so yes for those of you who are joining us, Corinne has laryngitis and I fell off my bike yesterday and possibly sprained my thumb. So I think, Corinne, you and I just need to become bubble girls and stay inside and avoid the out outside world forever because continuously things keep happening to me. Yeah. Amanda, I don't know what is going on with us. Um this is this is what like the tenth thing that's happened to me in the last two months. I, I I think it will be fair to say when I look back on the year 2022, I will look back on it and be like, that was the year I was cursed. Someone may have hexed me. Yeah, maybe both of us are are cursed. Who who here has the magic spell to undo all of this? Because I am, yeah, I don't know. I'm hexed or. The universe just does not like me. So if anyone, yeah, Maria, Maria and everyone else here, if you guys have, have any healing energy, please um, say, send it our way because, or if you know how to unhex us, let, let us girls know. 
Um, okay. Since I don't want to keep talking to myself, I'm going to start this off right away. It's Tuesday, meaning it's campfire stories, meaning you're going to come up here and share your ghost stories. There is no theme whatsoever tonight. It is a free for all. It is a make Corinne and I feel better because the world is out to get us. No, you know what? Life is good. I should say comparatively in the grand scheme of things, we are healthy. We are happy. We have a lot of good things going for us. So I'm not complaining. It just is funny how many things happen to us. Anyway, I'm, can you tell I can't do this by myself? I would be so miserable having a podcast by myself. Um, yes. Okay. So free for all, please raise your hand and I will slowly start bringing people up to share their ghost stories. And Corinne is going to haunt us in the chat. Please try to keep your stories to like five-ish minutes and try to find a quiet space to tell your story so that everyone can hear you and that we can get as many people up on stage tonight as possible. And um, let's just get this show going. Okay, I'm going to bring up Kelsey. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Artemis. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, this is weird. I didn't expect this at all. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Uh, mine's short. I I think I had a premonition the other night. <laughs> oh, about your own life? Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird. Like, um, we were watching spooky. Me and my boyfriend were watching spooky stuff before bed, and mm-hmm. then like I don't know if my mind was just spooked out, but like I saw like a ghost version of him on like on the side of my bed, which was really weird because he was already asleep next to me. And sorry, I'm shaking so bad. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell at all. This is, I'm so in. (laughs) And he, it looked like, it was dark, so I couldn't really like see, but it looked like there was like stuff in his face and like blood and it was really scary. (laughs) And then I, um, the next day it was raining really bad and I was just like, oh, God, we need to uh-huh. switch cars. And I, like, switched cars with him. And I was just like, maybe that's what that premonition was. Maybe, like, if we didn't switch cars, he would have gotten in a bad accident. And that's why, like, I saw a vision of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so interesting because I feel like we've been hearing stories like this a lot lately of people who see, like, a doppelganger version of their partner when they're partner is right next to them or like they know that their partner is somewhere else in the house so yeah maybe it was a premonition or maybe it was a doppelganger I don't know did you get like a specific vibe either good or bad from it I was like a little intimidated but I wasn't like too scared but then like in the morning when I woke up I just had this like oh and then as soon as I got in my car I was like this is why like I it feels wrong when you oh cars and like the feeling went away completely after you moved cars. Yeah. Whoa. It was wild. <laughs> that is wild. Well, I'm glad that, I mean, it's kind of cool that you got that premonition and feeling. So you were able to do something about it. Yeah. Normally I just like have dreams or something, but it was cool. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to let us know if it happens again. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for sharing, Kelsey. Of course. Thanks for, I love your YouTube. Oh my I, gosh. Yeah, we should, I should have talked more about that. Thank you. Yeah, we, we have our YouTube. Yeah, yesterday when you posted your newer one, mm-hmm. I w- 
and my boyfriend came home from work, I was like, you can't talk to me for an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy. Yes. (laughs) Book it in the calendar, like mark it as busy. No one can bother you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for watching. Yeah, of Thank you for posting awesome stuff. I love being a part of this community. Thank you, Kelsey. We're so glad you're part of it. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, you guys, if you haven't already checked out our YouTube channel, we have, oh, it's, it's live. We have like eight episodes up there. It's happening. I've been responding to everyone's comments. I have been uh, nervously like clicking through and watching little segments to cringe at myself and be like, Oh, I can't believe I look like that or said that. Um, I feel like I'm losing it because I'm here by myself, but I'm looking at Corinne on video and I see her smiling and chuckling. <laughs> so it's so weird to be like, okay, well, why aren't you responding to me? I'm so glad that people are watching our YouTube and it's, it's so fun. It's so fun to like have this new medium for the podcast that people can watch us. And we're going to start doing like TikToks with our videos and posting them like little segments from the videos onto TikTok because we are content creators also. Oh my gosh. Okay. Corinne, you know this. So a couple months ago when Corinne and I first started, when Corinne got me into doing TikToks, I decided to buy this creepy ass doll from Amazon. And my plan was to like hide it around the apartment in places where Nick would find it and freak him out. But I like had to work myself up into doing it. And so there was, so I had it for a while. We used it for the photo shoot we did. And then I put it into like my closet under my shoes, but it's the same closet that Nick keeps his jackets in. And so I was gone for a weekend And all of a sudden I get a text from Nick being like, what the heck is this terrifying doll doing in your shoe closet? Like, what is this? Why do you have it? I don't like it at all. And so now we have been hiding it for each other in the apartment in places. And I, I'm going to put a video together for TikTok, but the most genius one I did was in Nick's clothes closet. We have a lot of closets in this apartment. Uh, It's like one of those string lights. So like you open the door and then you have to like the light is like right above the door, but you have to pull the string. So I tied the doll to the string. So when he opened his closet, <laughs> the doll was like hanging midair. Very proud of it. I will. Oh, now everyone's th- saying that the doll cursed me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, maybe I, all this stuff has happened while I have owned this doll. Um, but I'm I'm committed to to the joke. Okay. I'm going to bring up Artemis, and then after that, I'm going to bring up Francis. Hello, Artemis. You're up here. I believe the mute button is on the bottom. Oh, just kidding. Okay. I figured it out. There you go. (laughs) I was like, I'm talking, and then you're like, you're on mute. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. You are not the only one. Everyone has trouble figuring it out. So I just finished shooting a wedding um, at the Tree of Life. I'm in New Orleans, by the way. Ooh, so we, my favorite. <laughs> so um, at Audubon Park, we have this tree called the Tree of Life. I have been shooting ceremonies there forever. And I can honestly say, like, this was just really interesting tonight after during this um, couple's portraits. So I just recognized that the grandmother told one of the brides, and at first I thought it was her mom. 
and I was lining everyone up for family pictures and she so happened to say, you know, I'm all you got left. And I don't think she meant for everyone else to hear that. Um, but then I find out that she's actually the grandmother, not the mom. And then I put two and two together and I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. So while I'm taking pictures of both of the brides just separately, um, I noticed like I was having this issue with my lens that I never have an issue with. So I'm sitting there like cleaning it and cleaning it. And I'm like, what uh-huh. the hell is going on? And I'm looking and it's just like this light haze surrounding the the bride. And I'm thinking like, okay, is something broken? What's going on? And I even had the other bride ask me like, what, are you okay? Oh my like, god! No, I'm totally fine. I've shot like 500 ceremonies. This should not be happening like right now. What is going on? And that's when I noticed I had the other bride come up and I just noticed that um, while I was taking a picture of her, this light coming from her chest. And oh my gosh, light, stop. it shouldn't be like it was not the way that the light lighting was, it should not have been, you know, there was nothing to reflect that there. And so it was just really interesting to see. And I get to the car. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, let me look through. Let, let me just make sure that like nothing like messed up because I'm going to be so mad. Cause they also tipped me very well tonight. And I was like, I really don't want that to be a lens issue. And I'm just yeah. looking there and I'm like, no, totally not a lens issue. I really feel like, you know, their grandmother, I feel like I, and I had like this feeling because my, the hairs on my arms just raised up as I'm flipping through and I'm like oh "Oh my my god someone was there with them um you know oh my gosh it's like all this light and love and I just like I'm like oh my god that's so amazing so I'm just really excited now to go home and edit yeah wait oh my gosh can you please send them to us I'm so excited about this yes I would love to share them um but yeah I'm I I'm so excited I got to talk to you guys and totally (laughs) sharing those pictures but thank you (laughs) wait well oh my I have so many questions did you did you mention it to this bride at all like did you say like hey here's the photo I don't know are you gonna bring it up are you I am actually I am I just didn't want to make it weird (laughs) (laughs) I was like I mean so you know in New Orleans we have like our our voodoo and our like spiritualism I I am a spiritualist and I do like read tarot and my twins can see ghosts and like my even better that they're twins I well it's creepy (laughs) because one of them lately has been coming to me in the middle of the night they're they're both 15 years old and one of them has been coming to me in the middle of the night crying and saying that she's been stuck like she wakes (gasps) up and she can't move and there's hair like long dark hair that just she says falling on her face and I swear to god it's like creeping me out um, Artemis, I'm sorry. You were like ready to jump off and like be like, okay, I told you my story. Bye. No, no, I'm sorry. Me, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't want to take up anyone else's time. No, are you kidding? I need to know more about this. What is going on with your with your daughter? <laughs> I so backstory. My twins, Amber and Sydney. Amber has had already been sensitive to ghost um I brought her to the psychic she ended up revealing that she's not scared of them she just doesn't know what they want so they told her hey when you see them if you don't want them there you need to tell them to leave you alone and that's what she started doing 
And I didn't realize that Sydney was also having this issue. However, she is the opposite of Amber, where she is petrified. And so when she sees things, she cries. And I Aww. feel really awful for her because I'm, I, I want her to be as strong as she can be. Yeah. And I always tell her, like, if you need to, I mean... I go in there and I'm like, do I need to die and come back and find you and kill you again? Like, leave my kid alone. Yeah. So I don't like that she's got this new visitor and that their little sister can see, apparently, who's been telling me, Mommy, she doesn't like that you um, you yelled at her. And I'm like, uh, who? who? <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's so much happening. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, like, so before before I hop off again, um, I did have to perform an exorcism on Amber just a few years ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> this just keeps getting wilder. Okay, keep going. So she was coming to me with nightmares about um, her grandmother and um, telling me how in the nightmare, it's the same one she was having every night, just being pushed through a door, and it's all a white room, and the door is locked, and she's like, it's an old lock, because you can see through the lock to the other side, and she's like, I would look through that lock, and all this black would just come through oh, that no. hole and, and surround her, and she said, you know, I'm getting scared and I even took her to a psychologist I'm telling you like the psychologist here in New Orleans was like maybe try a priest and I was like what what you mean so um at the time I was working for the Jefferson Parish District Attorney's Office and um surprise they all like to use psychics and one of the (laughs) attorneys there told me about this psychic that I needed to check out and get help from but in the meantime, I needed to get holy water. So I needed it. Anyway, so one day I'm trying to go get holy water at this church close by. There's a storm rolling through. I'm running out the back door. You have cops everywhere. Because, again, I'm working for the DA. Right. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm on a mission. I need to go get holy water for my kid. And the umbrella just, like, goes up. Next thing I know, there's, like, a f- bright flash of lightning. <laughs> and, like, I... Oh, my the, gosh. This is out of a movie. struck the freaking... <laughs> Like, if it was not the umbrella, it was around me. So I'm running back inside. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to take a break. I had everyone looking at me like, what the hell? And I was like, as I'm, like, about to run back out, because I rolled my pant legs up and I threw the umbrella down. So I'm like, maybe the umbrella, like, (laughs) attracted some energy or something. I had to Oh, my gosh. Are you crazy? (laughs) So... Uh, long story short, we finally, um, I, I have a cabinet full of holy water because I ended up having to make my own holy water. Eventually, this led us into um, meeting Sid Patrick, one of the psychics down here, mediums, that helped Amber overcome her fear and also helped me be able to protect her, um, her sensitivities. But, I mean, she was seeing some wild things. Oh, my like, gosh. She would be in the French Quarter, and she would look, um, you know, just down the street, and she's like, do you see that man? And I'm like, no. And she's like, <laughs> he's got, like, he's, she's like, he's got, like, this hat on, and he keeps tipping it at me. And I was I'm... like, okay. 
Artemis, you and your daughters need your own podcast, and uh-huh. I, I will be your first subscriber, and I think everyone who is here will be listening because, I mean, okay, also selfishly, like, can you just email us and call us every day and tell us more updates? Because <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, my God, I have so many, like, so many other stories. I, I just don't want to take up all the time, but. Okay, well, yeah. why don't you email them to us? We are, I like, I am on my toes. This is <laughs> wild. Yeah, absolutely. Our friends, oh, before you have you, our friends actually live across the street from the LaLari mansion. Oh. We know the people who own the LaLari mansion. Huh. And also, my boyfriend's condo is right behind the cathedral, and that's totally haunted. We, like, wake up in the morning to, like, ghost kids running through the courtyard. It's great. Oh. Anyway, I'm, I'll write those in. Yes, you need to. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> yeah. up here. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, thank nice you. To you. Yeah, it was a, I'm, I'm like, this was the best conversation of my day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. To think that that started out as a, like the the phases we went through in that story, it started out as photos at a wedding, which first of all, I wanted to say, like, I love that wedding photographers get all like the juicy drama, family dramas at weddings, because there's always something. But, and then it turned into her daughter having an exorcism. <laughs> like, Wow, I cannot wait to re-listen to that and to get updates and um, become Artemis's pen pal because that is what I've decided. Yeah, you know, I miss Corinne's laugh too. I miss Corinne's voice and I'm sick of hearing mine. I'm just going to change it and speak differently. (laughs) What is happening? I've lost it. People did ask, I saw in the chat about my hot sauce. I, first of all, want to say thank you so much to everyone who reached out to me today and yesterday about the hot sauce. It's, um, it shows this, it just, it, it really touched my heart. I had someone who works at Trader Joe's reach out to me and say, you're shit out of luck. Good luck ever finding this again. I've had people think they found it but unfortunately did not i just am very appreciative to all of you it the hot sauce alexander is trader joe's has this hot sauce they stopped selling it and it's this red jalapeno pepper hot sauce a lot of people thought that they found it because there is a different green jalapeno hot sauce at trader joe's but it's like a creamier one it's not it's not the same so um anyway but i'm very very appreciative to all of you who are trying to find it with me Okay, enough of me again. I said I was going to bring up Francis, and then I will bring up Reagan. Francis. There you go. Okay. Hi, Francis. OMG, hi. This is so nerve-wracking. Oh, my gosh. Don't be nervous. Um, Tell me about your horse. Um, uh, His name is Duke. Hi, Duke. He's so cute. Handsome. Clickbait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... First of all, you guys are amazing. I love what you guys do. And it's so fun listening to you guys at work. (laughs) I'm so, we're so grateful for you listening. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. So um, back in 2019, my parents bought a house and we didn't see until after they got the keys. And I remember there was these like really big oil tanks 
in the basement. And I kept jokingly saying, oh, there's a body in there. Oh, no. And I kept saying that about everything. Like, we have a barn. I kept saying that about the basement and, like, the pool. Yeah. I kept saying that about the pool. And I was just, I was being dumb. I've never done that before. No, but, but you have a dark mind like us. We exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I want to say, like, a month into living at the house, uh, one of my mom's friends is a medium. And she said she got like weird vibes. <laughs> so then she informed my mom that she did some researching and turns out that back in 2014, um, the previous owners of the house, the her son murdered a girl in <gasps> a barn. What? Yeah. He and like, this wasn't disclosed to you guys? No, it was not. Like we had no idea. So how did you figure it out? So my mom's friend got the weird vibes and then she Googled the address and it came up. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so, well, I mean, it wasn't like we weren't freaked out or anything because we always felt comfortable in the house. We didn't feel anything evil, nothing, no spirits. Right. So we were like, you know, it's okay. You know, it just happened. And then, um, it just happens. (laughs) And then like, a couple months later, I was with my horse and I was running and I felt something hit my leg. And when I looked down, there's a whole arrow in my leg. Wait, like a true physical arrow? Yeah, like the kind of hunting. Yes. Like it was like through my calf. <gasps> and so I freaked out. I was home alone. I call my parents. They call the cops. The ambulance comes. I get rushed to the hospital and I was in the emergency room for nine hours with the arrow in my leg before I got it surgically removed. What? How? Yeah. <laughs> I am. Do you have answers? No. Um. I guess what happened was that it was like in the ground. And when I was running, it was sticking up and I might have like with the force of me running, it stuck through my leg, but it didn't hit any major nerves, nothing. I have no damage to my leg. I took physical therapy. I walked just fine. So I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. And turns out, um, according to our neighbors that live in front of us, turns out that the kid who killed the girl used to shoot arrows at their house. So the arrow was his. (laughs) I'm okay. I truly, here's, yeah, Corinne just in, in the chat said, it sounds like an attempted murder from a ghost. It, <laughs> I am, like, really curious if the doctors were so stumped by it, because you also, like, don't remember how it all happened. Like, all of a sudden you knew, like, next thing you knew, this arrow was in your I leg. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it go in my leg. And he's not dead. He's still in jail. Um, oh, but okay. They were, they were asking, they, they, a lot of people came in the room to ask me the story because they they're thinking like, oh, did someone shoot you? And you're just covering up the story. And I'm like, no, I literally was running one minute. And the next I just have an arrow in my leg. I'm no doctor, nor scientist, nor physicist, but I just can't comprehend the like the fact that you ran and it like hit your leg the way it did. You know, it feels no, like something pulled the, the whatever a bow and shot the arrow into your leg exactly but the the arrow was really old and it was rusty thank god I didn't get any infection oh my gosh yeah yeah and so that happened and actually on Sunday 
it was really dark and our house, we have like a lot of like land and, um, we went, my dad needed help doing something like way in the back. So uh-huh. me and my family, we go out there, we've got headlights, flashlights. It's like pitch black. And my sister's dog, Zelda came out with us. And so my dad has this like 16 passenger, like van kind of thing, um, parked in the back. And my sister's dog just starts freaking out and she's looking under the van and she's just like freaking out and crying and like trying to look underneath. And we're like, you know, Zelda, like relax, like there's nothing there. And then I just like out of nowhere, I'm like, you know, they say dogs see ghosts, right? Under the van. Under the van. And I should mention that the girl's body was found in a broken down car in the back under the car. Oh, my gosh. And she was crying, looking under the van. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, it makes me sad. It makes me so sad because what happened in that house is so tragic and horrible. And it really it's when you hear stories like that, you really hope that the spirit has been able to move on and isn't lingering. But uh, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a residual haunting rather than, you know, where she's continuously stuck here. I like to believe so. Ever since I found out, I always, I kind of sometimes say her name and I'm like, you know, oh, she's good. She's a good ghost. And we've never felt anything like threatening or like anything bad. I've been in the barn. That's where she got murdered. He dragged her to the back. Oh, you know, God. I've, I've never felt any bad vibes. And, um, so I'd like to think that maybe it was just like, like you said, like a residual haunting. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty spooky. And like, yeah, so spooky. Sometimes our lights flicker on and off, and it's been happening like one light, and then my dad fixes it, and then the next light does it. Mm. So I don't know if that's like a ghost thing, or maybe we just have electrical problems. (laughs) Very stranger things. Exactly. But yeah, that's what happened. I was like, as soon as it happened, I'm like, oh my God, I have something to tell Kerman and Sabrina. Uh, well, I'm so glad you did. Gabby in the chat said to light a candle for her, a white candle, and put it in water. And put it like back there where her body was found? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe, Gabby, will you put a little bit more information in the chat and then, Francis, you can look at it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. We're. I'm so glad you're okay and that nothing, I mean, the fact that you had an arrow shot I'm gonna say by a ghost into your leg is horrible and I'm just (laughs) glad you're okay yeah I'll have to email you guys the picture it's pretty gnarly oh my gosh okay I'm excited (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you no thank you have a good one you too bye-bye um it's like buying a house sounds so nice and having all that land sounds so nice but then Next thing you know, you're shot by an arrow by unseen forces. And now that's going to be my new fear because everything terrible is happening to me lately. So why not be shot in the arrow by a ghost or shot by a ghost with an arrow? Words. Okay. So I don't have to say anymore. Reagan, come on up and tell me your words. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is actually my first time on uh, Campfire Stories Live. Well, welcome. We're so glad you're here. (laughs) Okay, so I technically have two really short ones, but they're kind of connected. 
Okay. Um, they're from my college campus. Ooh, can we know what um, college? Uh, Alma College in Michigan. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the first one was in the building I was in, um, and we had a ghost. We called her Ghost Mary Galston because that's whose portrait was in our lobby. Um, and uh, our interactions with her in my Did room. Do you have a history teacher. with the school? Like, what was her um, story? So, the building that I lived in uh, was named after her. Um, and so her portrait was in the lobby and they ended up actually having to bolt it to the wall because uh, students used to take it and hang it on other people's doors. <laughs> but our experiences with her in particular, um, she never did anything to me when I was on my own, but she would lock people out of my room. Oh, so our dorm doors only have deadbolts. They don't have like a small lock and then the deadbolt. Right. So it is physically impossible to uh, lock it and then shut the door. Okay. And one night, me and my roommate went to the bathroom at the same time, and neither of us brought our keys because it was just right across the hall. So we left our door unlocked, and when we got back, the door was locked, and we could not get in. So it has to be locked from the inside. It either has to be locked from the inside or from the outside with your key. With the key, okay. Yeah, and then the next semester... Whenever one of my friends in particular would leave the room, the door would lock on its own. And like me and me and our other friend would be sitting on my floor a good like, I want to say five feet away from the door and wouldn't even hear the lock click. But they'd come back and have to knock because it would be locked. Um, And did it happen to anyone else on your in your dorm? Not that I heard of, but what I was told was her room was like two doors down diagonally from me, and it uh, we used it as a study room oh. on my floor. But that was Ghost Mary Gelston from my building. Um, our run-ins with her were not as bad as our run-ins with the ghost we call Bob the Destroyer. I don't like that name. <laughs> he was in the other dorm building that uh, one of my friends lived in. And, like, she had her room to herself, and she was on the third floor. And we've heard stories about things that this ghost would do. We ended, we actually gave him the name Bob the Destroyer because of the things, she, things he would do in my friend's room. He would throw her dishes across the room oh. from her dish drainer, specifically her steak knife. That's horrifying. Was, was she ever in the room when it happened? Yeah. She would be there and it would happen and she'd be like, not now. Stop throwing my dishes. Stop throwing my knife. Um, I I like how, I mean, maybe it's just the way you're telling the story, but I'm just imagining her to be like annoyed by the ghost. Oh, she most definitely was. Kind of telling him (laughs) off. (laughs) Yeah, she most definitely was. And she's actually really into the paranormal and has gone ghost hunting quite a few times. Where has she gone? Uh, I'm trying to remember specifically. I don't remember the name of the place she told me she went to in Louisiana, but I remember the story behind it. Mm-hmm. It was this mansion and these people from the city that the house was in, like specifically women, would go missing. And when they finally like went into the house, the house was like covered in blood and there were <sighs> body parts from the women spread all around the Wait. house. Corinne, I, did we talk about this on the podcast? I think we did. It sounds familiar. I like 
for the life of me, cannot remember the name of the place, but, um, yeah, she's wow. gone there and she recently went somewhere, but I cannot remember where it was. Um, oh, she also went to a jail. She went to a jail oh. and she sat in the gas chamber and she sat in the chair. She was told this after what she experienced, but she sat in the chair where the first woman was executed in the gas oh. chamber. And while she was sitting in the chair, um, she like got really lightheaded and started feeling sick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So she's had plenty of experience. Yeah. With so it sounds the like the paranormal follows her around a little bit and she follows it around because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. I'm she's so also curious. a little witchy. Uh, aren't we all a little bit witchy here? <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Oh, yes. The Sultan's place. Corinne, Corinne just put it in the chat. Yes. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure what it is. I was like, oh, we definitely talked about this in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, now that you mention it, that is what she said it was called. I just couldn't remember off the yeah, top of my yeah. head. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, okay, so going back to Mary, I'm so curious. It sounds mm-hmm. like she took a liking to you. Did you ever get locked into your room by yourself? Like, were you, like when someone left and you were in there alone? I never had anything when I was alone. And I was never locked out of the room by myself. It was always like if I was with my roommate for the first semester or if one of my other friends left the room, but I was never locked out of the room and nothing ever happened when it was just me. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. But it It was like like she was like a bit territorial of who was in the room and when, you know, she wanted her privacy. Yeah, it was, it was very strange especially with like um, me and the friend that went to the Sultan's palace, we would be the ones on the floor when our other friend would leave the room and the door would lock when that friend would leave the room and we wouldn't even hear the lock click at all. So wild. Wow. Okay. So it does seem like a lot of stuff happens around your friend. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing these with us and thank you for coming and joining us tonight. We're so excited to hear these stories. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you, Reagan. I think Reagan had like beautiful birds chirping in the background and it was wonderful. I loved it. Sometimes I try to open my window and have that. But the next thing you know, it's like lawnmowers and like cars honking and construction. And then I get sad. Oh, we have two Stephanie's in a row. I'm just going to do it's the Stephanie show from now on. Okay. Stephanie one and then Stephanie two will come up next. Hello. Hello. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, hello. What's your nice dog's name? Oh, that's Cooper. Hi, Cooper. I call him Cooper. Oh, <laughs> the best. I love pet pet, pet names, like nicknames for your pets. They're the best. <laughs> yeah, he is the best. Well, awesome. Oh, I did want to say I have the same belly button issue as you ladies, <laughs> so I feel that. They're just so um, deep. Where do they end? They, no, honestly. And, yeah, the whole Q-tip thing, it does. It's like the weirdest <laughs> Yeah, it's the weirdest. It is amazing how many of us there are out there. You know, and then you do because you wonder, is it just me? But <laughs> it's not. It's all of us. Well, not all of us, but there, there are deep belly buttoners unite. <laughs> right. Um. So a little nervous because I've been trying for a while, but um, it's so awesome to get this opportunity. Uh, so yes, we're so glad you're here. Thank you. I have like a bunch, but I'm gonna try to like break it down. So my first story that I had, like was one thing that happened like with me and my best friend. And I wish I could have had her here to, you know, to put the little truth in there. 
but it was wild. Uh-huh. We were like, we were 13 and um, her mom used to work nights. So on the weekend, you know, like when we would spend the night, it would just be me, her and her other sister. And, you know, she was like three years older than us. So it wasn't that big of a difference. But she had like these really weird um, downstairs neighbors. And we're not sure like where they were from. They always just kind of like, you know, well, you know, it's like you're not too close to your neighbors sometimes and it's apartments. So anyways, um, they would we would notice that like sometimes like around between like 10 and 12, it sounded like they were like chanting or like doing like some (gasps) great, like crazy. We don't know what, like what language or like anything. Oh my gosh. And as like 10 to 12 year olds, you're kind of like, I mean, that's terrifying at any age, but especially then you just like have no idea what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. So it, you know, it was just kind of like weird and like, we would notice that there would be, you know, people coming in and out of the apartment like that late. And so this one specific night, we were just, uh, we were laying on, we happened to be laying on um, her floor, just like laying there, listening to music, you know, talking middle school. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and it was so weird because I could never listen to um, Clint Eastwood, the gorilla song, like normal ever again, because like we were listening to it and like it was on the radio and all of a sudden this like flash, this flashing light just like came like right in between our faces. And we had... Yeah, it was like during one of those chanting nights and we kept going back and forth. Like, what did they do? Like, what, you know, like, what was that? Like, we freaked out. Like, and it was just like cheat. a quick second. Like, you both saw it and then it was gone. Yeah, like we jumped, we jumped off of the floor because like, it was like the, it was like a, just a boot, like a flash. We oh had gosh. no idea. And we, yeah, like her sister didn't believe us. Like, you know, so that's pretty much like our story until this day. Like, we don't know what exactly um what exactly it was or what happened or if it was like they're chanting an exorcism like we have no idea it was just like the weirdest thing ever one more story that I did have was I had a you know like both a sleep paralysis issue oh but yeah during that like I remember I was laying in I was laying in bed but it was weird that it would only happen in the apartment that I was staying at like that specific apartment I was there for like two years and almost at least twice a month, I would get sleep paralysis. Yeah. That makes it very clear to me that something was, something was haunting that apartment. No, definitely. And it was just like, yeah, like the vibes and they were brand new. Like when I moved in, they were brand new. So it like had to be the land or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it would be at the same time. It was always at 345 and I can feel like if somebody was sitting next to my bed, like on my bed, but like by my shoulder. And like, if they were like, if they're, like if their arm was like over me. So they were like looking at me. <gasps> Did so you ever see their, like what they looked like? Or was it just a feeling of someone being there? It was the feeling of somebody being there, but I can remember wanting to scream, but it was like just me and my roommate happened to not be there like that weekend. And so it was like, cause I would always scream for her, <laughs> oh. you know? Yeah. I mean, but- that is why having a roommate is always, is always helpful. Yeah, it really is. But she happened to be gone. And I swear, like, the last time that it happened, I it was like, it was really intense. But I also, I saw my like, I it's like, if I had the outer body, like astral projection type thing, because mm-hmm. I saw myself. Oh. I saw myself. And like, I remember like, like looking at myself, like telling myself to like, get out of it. You know what I mean? Right. And 
And then another, like during that same time, I was like, kind of like freaking out, but I was like, whoa, like, is this, is this real? Is this a dream? (laughs) It's like the the mixed feeling of like, this is weird, but also cool. Yes. Because I was like, can I do this? I was like, you know, is this, you know, like Beverly Hills Ninja, like, can I go places? Like Travel the world in your astral body? (laughs) Yes. Like I walked around my apartment. Yeah, I was like, and you know, because I was able to see like the clock and the time. And then finally, like, I, you know, I like closed my eyes, I just closed my eyes really hard. And you know, I'm over here praying and just like praying like hardcore. And yeah, and then I got up and like my heart and I was just like sweating. Yeah, it was scary. I'm curious. Okay, first of all, it sounds like maybe there was something in that apartment that was trying to steal your body. I don't know. Um, Yeah, no, I thought about that. (laughs) But it also sounds like whatever was in that place was opening you up to the paranormal so much that maybe you tapped into a skill that you have and can, I don't know, explore some more outside of that apartment now that, because you you're, you said that you haven't had sleep paralysis since. Yeah, I haven't had it since. And you know what, like during that time, I was like doing a lot of meditation and yoga. So Ooh, I'm wondering, if, yeah. And then because they do, you know how like if you go and there's, where it's like, yeah. oh, tap into your spirit guide or like if you wanted to be visit, like if you want to visit aliens or be visited, <laughs> like all that type of stuff. It was. Yeah, I was. But I don't know. Ever since then, like I kind of like I got scared, but I haven't had it. I haven't had it since. And it's that's been like at least like three years now. I mean, it's probably good you haven't had sleep paralysis since. But yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious if you were to start meditating a little bit more and just see if you can actually travel again. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel the same way you do, though, because that happened to me once and I was so intrigued by it, but also so scared by it that I haven't done it since. And I also it happened accidentally. Like I didn't go to sleep being like, let's astral travel tonight. So yeah, I don't exactly. Know how to control it. Exactly. I'm convinced that one of my best friends is a witch, too, though, because um, sh- she was telling me a story that happened to her. I'm gonna get this one real quick. Yeah. Her and her, Well, her boyfriend totally confirmed it because she had told me she's like, dude, She's like, um, she's like, my boyfriend just freaking caught me in the middle of the night. She said that her, like, well, he said that her body was floating. Like she was floating, like midair floating. Oh. And he, yeah. And he flipped out and jumped (laughs) and was like trying to shake her. And like, she wouldn't wake up and then shook her again. And then she like her eyes open and then she fell. Stop. I swear. I swear. Did she she, remember anything? No, she said that she was just like, she said that she just was dreaming. Like she was having like a normal, cool dream. Like nothing, nothing. Yeah. Like she said everything was normal, but he woke up and levitating. Yes. I'm sorry. This opened up a whole new set of fear. I mean, imagine seeing someone you share a bed with levitating. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. I definitely would have flipped out. I would have been poking like, babe, um, hey, you know. Uh, yeah, so I would have not right here. <laughs> I think I would have left, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. You don't know. What <laughs> yeah, oh, Bertie, yeah. you and I would both leave. Um, wow, <laughs> that is wild. I'm shook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, Stephanie, you'll have to let us know if you end up astral traveling again and keep us. Yeah, no, for sure. No, nah, thank you, ladies, so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And say hello to Cooper Pooper for us. Oh, I will. I had to get away because he was like, he was bugging. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, Stephanie.
No, thank you guys. You guys have a great week. You too. I do love that like our sweet endearing names to our animals are always like, hey, poopy butt or like, hey, pooper and just things like that because I do that to Leia all the time. Like, you stinky boy, things like that. It's like, well, it's a term of endearment. Ah, you guys, I'm truly just like looking at Corinne in the video screen being like, am I doing okay? (laughs) Can you affirmation for me please let us bring up let's see did stephanie the other stephanie figure it out if not stephanie we will bring you up next week and try you again even though um entities in your home are trying to get you down okay uh let us bring up one more listener one more storyteller i guess because you're not listening if you're telling a story um for the evening I'm going to bring up, I don't know how to say your name, Grey Dallas. Will you correct me on how to say your name? Oh, my gosh. Hi. I am my mind. <laughs> um, so it's Grey Dallas, but call me Gigi, please. <laughs> Gigi, Grey Dallas. That's a beautiful name. Thank you. I'm originally from Puerto Rico, but I've been living in the States for like 17 years. So don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. Um, oh my gosh. I'm like, I told myself I wasn't going to be nervous, but I'm totally nervous. So. <laughs> well, you and me both. I'm very glad to have company up here right now. So thank you for making me feel more comfortable. <laughs> Good. Well, you guys are like, you guys, when I hear you talk on the podcast, you remind me so much of my best friend because we're like the total weirdos. <laughs> um, and I'm actually visiting Seattle and I've been repping your, um, two girls, one goes, uh, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. No, um, you, you sound great. Is the um oh my gosh. I have to go look at it because I can't remember what it brought with me. <laughs> <laughs> is um the sweatshirt that oh Bigfoot is my boyfriend because my boyfriend is <gasps> really tall. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And you all probably saw my pose on Facebook. If you haven't, please do. I think the ghost that we have from time to time at our place has stolen my actual hoodie that my best friend got me for Christmas over a year no. ago. Yes. And I cannot find it anywhere and I refuse to not wear it. So I bought the Bigfoot and the hoodie again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so sorry that a ghost stole your sweatshirt. Yes, um, but it's okay. So I'll make my quick. So pretty much um, my best friend and I um, love the haunted stuff. But um, about three years ago or so, she had a weird dream and she thought I was possessed. <laughs> oh, and so pretty much we had she made me watch all the haunted movies. And I told her, I'm like, you know, I can't do it during the night we have to do it during the day and she waited till like the perfect time to start at like at five o'clock and at 7 p.m it was dark yeah. so we went to bed and she has this weird dream of you know like I wake up like next to her apparently and I look at her and I have this like haunting freaking smile on my face Ooh. and my eyes are dark and there's other people in the room kind of like shadows and she couldn't tell <laughs> And he felt like a sleep paralysis dream for her based on what she tells me. And I can you all not, I could not look at her and smile for about a week. I think I sent you all an email about this. But <laughs> like every time you smiled at her, she would think of the dream. Yes. She was like, you cannot look at me. Please don't bother. Like your smile is creepy as hell right now. And it was. <laughs> 
so haunting for her. So yeah, and you I know, mean, like I love the paranormal, but I'm like, okay, I'm not that creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. What movie did you watch? Um, so it was my first time watching, I think, like the Amityville. Or oh. it must have been one of the conjurings. And I have had like other experiences in my life. Like I used to have this shadow person that showed up in my life only when things were about to go bad. And I sent you all an email about that. That's a whole different story. And then I have to give shout out to Korean because you guys a while back, by the way, I refuse to skip any of you guys' episodes from the beginning. So that I'm a commitment. I finally got to January of 2022. So I have like, Six months to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you're almost there. Yes. But you guys covered the Chupacabra. And as you guys know, it's from Puerto Rico. So I was super stoked. And I sent you guys a whole like what the rumor is in the mm-hmm. island. And like I know you guys love conspiracy theories. So yes, we do the in the email, but pretty much it's just all about um, you know, it's kind of like a government experiment and that they release it into our national forest. And he just kind of went and then he didn't know how to survive. So that's how he started sucking the blood of goats and then kind of spreading around different countries. But that's kind of like the download. And then people said that they would smell a sulfur smell if it had Mm -hmm. been around, which made me think demonic. (laughs) So I don't know if it's a hybrid of a demon. That's I mean, that's the hardest thing is like we never really, really will know. It's hard to know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But oh my gosh, I know that you guys are about to go offline, but thank you so much for choosing me. It was my first time in here and I can't wait to finish the the next six months. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. And also, it sounds like, I mean, okay, this is a benefit of Corinne not being able to talk. I'm going to steal her joke that she made in the chat because no one else will know that the chat existed if you're listening to it live or on our feed. She said the ghost is trying to steal your sweatshirt and your best friend. So we also want to know about this ghost that's haunting your house currently. So you'll have to email us and tell us more. Oh, I sure will. I'll put okay. campfire stories and tell y'all about it. <laughs> oh, amazing. And I hope you, I hope the ghost returns your sweatshirt. I hope so too. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Gigi. Bye. I also like how I said, I'm going to steal Corinne's joke. And then I just totally credited you because MLA citation, of course, this was so fun. The stories were incredible tonight. So sad for all of you to have to listen to just my voice between so stories. Nice. You did such a good job. I missed you. <laughs> Fantastic work. I can't hear you. I don't know what you said, but that's okay. Don't try. Don't talk anymore. Yes. Thank you all for being here and supporting me on this partially one-man show. Obviously, I didn't do it by myself because all of you made it incredible and amazing. And yeah, wow. I just am so grateful for Tuesday nights because it made today great. It made my possibly sprained thumb feel better. Um, And uh, yeah, we will be back here next Tuesday and it will be the same thing. No theme and just lots of ghost stories. Stephanie, I hope uh, the ghosts are not attacking you in your home and we will bring you up first next week. If you're here with us. Yeah. We love you all. Please check out our YouTube channel. Um, We actually on Saturday, no, Sunday, right? Sunday, we have our second live stream on our Patreon and we're going to play a bunch of like 90s themes games. I may have bought a magic eight ball and we're going to ask the eight ball questions. So 
please join us there. So much fun content. Um, And then we will be back here next week. And we will see you on the other side. Oh, poor grin. Bye, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. Uh